Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Hi again, it's me, Sal Licata, with another edition of WFAN Daily. Remember, WFAN Daily comes to your podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts at 4.30 every single morning with a new fresh take from yours truly trying to set the tone for the day on the fan. Today's topic is, well, look, it's not necessarily the New York Jets, although that is going to be the focal point here, more about what they need to do and who they need to go get. And the idea, and BT and I talked about this a little bit yesterday on the show, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., middays on the fan, check it out, is the the Jets are an absolute mess, and there's going to be a an answer out there to fix the absolute mess that they have become. See, they haven't had a known commodity as a head coach in a very, very long time. Go back to Bill Parcells himself, because even with Mangini and building up the way that he did, he wasn't the known commodity. I believe that they made a big mistake firing him when they did. He would have been the guy to keep, but then they went to Rex, who had success with Mangini's teams, and that's the last time we're talking about postseason with the New York Jets. Todd Bowles, I liked him as a hire, but still unknown, didn't have enough to work with, didn't do a good enough job when he was here. You know, we could go over the the guys that they've hired. You want to go with even the guys in between, like Herm or, you know, Adam Gaze. And, you know, here we are again with Robert Sala, who clearly is not the guy. The Jets will have a chance, likely, to hire Jim Harbaugh away from Michigan. That's the guy. Like, don't think too hard about it. Just go get the known commodity that is Jim Harbaugh, that has won everywhere he's been, whether it be at the collegiate level, whether it be in the NFL, with the 49ers, what he did there. How can anybody forget building that team up, winning, getting to a Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick, for goodness sake. And being a program builder everywhere he has been. You know when you hire somebody like that, that there is a floor that he will reach minimum. Where the Jets make these first-time head coach hires and guys with inexperienced and defensive guys, 
the floor could be, as we've seen, you know, two wins, three wins, whatever it may be, four wins. With Harbaugh, the floor is going to be respectability and likely postseason appearance as he builds up. He probably will do it in year one, especially with this Jets roster. But even beyond that, he is going to build a consistent, sustainable winner. If he is available, and he should be because it seems like he always is after every year, and he's likely going to win a national championship, although we'll see how that plays out against Washington, whatever. Whether he wins it or not, doesn't matter. The point is Jim Harbaugh is a known commodity, great head coach at any level, and is exactly what the Jets need. Now, if you were to tell me Mike Tomlin is going to be available, I would say that there's another solution to the Jets' problems. You get the the picture here, though. It's known commodities, guys that have had success as head coaches in the NFL specifically where the Jets have hired too many guys that have not either A, had experience as an NFL head coach, or B, have not had success as an NFL head coach. Does it mean that you always have to hire a head coach with prior experience? No, it does not mean that. Look at what the Giants have with Brian Dable, where I would say that Dave's would have done a lot more with the Jets this year, even with Aaron Rodgers going down, than Robert Sala did. However, it means that the Jets right now, with the dysfunctional mess that they have been for you know, almost now a decade and a half. We're talking about 14 years or so, right, of no playoffs. 2010 AFC Championship, last time the Jets have been in the playoffs. That's a long time. That is a long time to go without a postseason appearance. And the one thing that you can fix that should be the easiest fix of all, you know, because you can bring in the smartest people to have them draft a quarterback, and that quarterback may not work out, as you've seen far too often with the Jets. You can hire people to bring in talent. Jets have some talent here. But what you you don't know how that's going to play out, whether it's the draft pick, whether it's the free agent signings, whatever it may be. What you do know is when you hire a head coach with a record that Harbaugh has, you know what you're getting. And the Jets haven't had that known commodity from a head coach since Bill Parcells. And that is what they need to turn things around. Until they do that, I'm never going to believe in him. Now, does it have to be Harbaugh? No, it has to be Harbaugh for me now. Like, that's the guy I've been talking about for years, as a matter of fact. Every single year I've wanted Harbaugh for either New York team, for whatever team, if you need a head coach, Harbaugh would have been my first choice. Because of what he did in San Francisco, because of what he did in college, you know, after, before, there there are many reasons for it. But there are other head coaches with experience as well that have had success. Do I think they're as good as Harbaugh? No. And Harbaugh, I'm assuming, wants the NFL. Does he want the Jets? Who knows? But I guarantee this, they'd be a lot more appealing if Woody Johnson went to him and said, hey, whatever you want, coach. You want to pick the players? I'm fine with that. You want to hire the general manager You know that you could work with? I'm fine with that. You want to pick the quarterback? I'm fine with that too. I'm giving you carte blanche, full autonomy. Because Harbaugh deserves that. He's earned that. Think about how much of an upgrade it would be to have Jim Harbaugh over Robert Sala. One's an experienced great head coach in many levels. The other is a glorified defensive coordinator who's been failed as a head coach in three years. Think about the upgrade there. Now, we could get to the Aaron Rodgers aspect of it. Would Harbaugh ever come here without Aaron Rodgers or, or with Aaron Rodgers? Probably not, and that's another issue. That's why I say you got to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. The Jets' best chance 
for sustained success right now is to A, fire Joe Douglas, B, fire Robert Sala, C, get rid of Aaron Rodgers, D, hire Jim Harbaugh. That is the plan for success. Put it all in Harbaugh's hands and you will be just fine. That's what they need to do. Now, the problem is they're not going to do it. They're all in on Aaron Rodgers. They're doubling down with Robert Sala somehow. Joe Douglas, fine. Look, Douglas, nice guy. Sala, nice guy. They're just not getting the job done. At some point, you're going to look at what their record is, and then what do you think is going to happen next year? Rodgers going to be back. Maybe he'll be healthy the majority of the year. Maybe he won't. Who the hell knows? But they're not going to be any good. They'll be a fringe playoff team if they do make it and break the curse or end the streak. They're going to be bounced in a round or two. That's what this Jets team is. And then it's going to be, okay, well, what's next? And you know there's a an end in sight with Aaron Rodgers. He, he, two years, that's it. So you think going all in for two years with a 40-year-old quarterback coming off a, a year where he hasn't played, season-ending injury at 40 years of age. And by the way, even the last time he did play, with the Packers, it wasn't like he was lighting the league on fire either. Or they're now better off with Jordan Love and what they've done since they moved on from Aaron Rodgers. So you're clinging on to hope of Aaron Rodgers, who last time we saw him play in Green Bay got eliminated on the last day of the season. Came here to the Jets, took four snaps, 40 years of age, season-ending injury. You're relying hopes on him and a head coach who we know isn't good enough and an offensive coordinator who was a failed head coach himself two years ago in historically bad fashion, I might add. Like, embarrassingly bad with Hackett. And a general manager who, I mean, his claim to fame, whether you want to talk about the defense or not, his claim to fame is Zach Wilson. That's what you're going in on? Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, Rodgers, and throwing Hackett for good measure. That or Jim Harbaugh. Now, you tell me, using common sense, which one would you rather have? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. I'm going with option B. Harbaugh has to be the guy for the New York Jets to turn this thing around. If Harbaugh is available, and I think he will be, especially for the right price, like anybody can be bought. Everybody's got a price. Just like the million dollar man used to say. Everybody's got a price. It's not just about money either. I think Harbaugh wants the challenge of the NFL. Let him control things. Let Harbaugh have full say. And and by the way, that might mean keeping Aaron Rodgers. You know, I said this the other day with BT. The best case scenario for the Jets moving forward would be, in fact, to hire Harbaugh, get rid of everybody else, hire Harbaugh, let him have the say on Aaron Rodgers or not, and hopefully – him and Rodgers would be willing to work together, although there's no way this would ever happen. I'm just saying this would be best-case scenario. Have Harbaugh and Rodgers work together while getting a younger quarterback that Harbaugh can groom, learn from Rodgers. You can have some success immediately this year with the talent that you have and build the foundation moving forward. 
it feels like, because of the way Rodgers is, it's all or nothing, meaning you either got to get rid of everybody from this regime and hire Harbaugh, or you got to keep everybody because no coach is going to come in and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to be stuck with all this. But if Rodgers were to be a willing participant, and and we know he's not, he's already said it a hundred times, he loves this, you know, um, coaching and the hierarchy and all that, he believes in the Jets front office, blah, 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 which is exactly why Woody Johnson said they're going to be back. Doesn't mean it's right. But that's exactly what's going to happen. However, best case, because if you hire Harbaugh and clean house and get rid of Rodgers, who's going to be the quarterback this year to win with Harbaugh, right? You're not going to get a better quarterback for right now. The Jets aren't going to get a better quarterback for right now than Aaron Rodgers. Different, somebody that they can win with, sure. But chances are it's not going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers potentially could be this year. That's why I say wipe them all out because I know the only way to get Harbaugh in, which would be the most important thing to me, is to get rid of everybody. However, if you could have the dream scenario of everybody out, Harbaugh in, and then let him decide on Aaron Rodgers, and maybe they can work together, and Rodgers is a willing participant in that, then that would be the best-case scenario. But that's just now I'm in la-la land, like I'm dreaming. And I know what you're saying, Sal, you're dreaming that's never going to happen, and you're right. It's never going to happen, which is why it comes down again to getting rid of Rodgers because Sala, Douglas, Hackett, Rodgers versus Harbaugh, it's a landslide in favor of Harbaugh, in favor of the guy that the Jets aren't going to go after because they have Robert Sala in place because Aaron Rodgers said so. So I guess to tie it all together, Aaron Rodgers has killed the Jets. He's ruining the Jets. It was the right move at the time to go get him. I loved it. I stand by it. It was the right move. It was the right move to keep Zach Wilson as the backup and learn under Rodgers. Unfortunately, it blew up four plays in. And sometimes you got to look at things and say, okay, well, we made the right moves to get here. It didn't work, but I'm going to cash in my chips and go in a different direction for the betterment of the franchise. Not... I'm going to double down because we didn't get what we wanted out of last year. So now I'm going to expect that to happen again this year. Or what we expected to happen last year have happened this year. It's not going to work like that. The Jets aren't winning a Super Bowl with Rodgers. It's only going to get worse because he's getting older. He's not going to be as good as he once was. So you're getting a guy who's, A, coming off a significant injury, another year older, and he's clearly a player that isn't the MVP that he was a few years ago. Not to mention matched with a head coach who shouldn't be a head coach, and a general manager who's made a lot of bad decisions. I like him, nice guy, and he's done some good, certainly better than Tannenbaum and Idzik and you know some of the recent hires that the Jets have had. But it doesn't mean that, or uh, McCagnon's the other guy I was thinking of, not Tannenbaum, but you can throw him in there too. Idzik, Mr. T, um, McCagnon, you can throw those guys in there. Douglas has done more good than those guys, but he's also done some bad things too. And some of the bad things, like drafting Zach Wilson, have been crippling. Hiring Robert Sala, not a good hire. Jets' best way out of this mess, fire everybody and bring in Harbaugh and let him run the show. That does it for this week's edition, or this day's edition. of What am I talking about, this week's edition? We do one episode a day, five days a week. So we'll be back again with you tomorrow. But for now, enjoy this edition until another Fresh WFAN Daily hits your feed at 4.30 a.m.